Hey everybody, I'm Bob Baker with Jazz Guitar Today, and we're being joined with by Dave Stryker. Hey, Dave. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing, Bob? Good to see you. Good to see you. So, what's new in your world? Well, I uh, just mentioned I'm on vacation right now, but uh, thought I'd uh, we'd jump in on this conversation we've been trying to have for a while now. Yeah. Uh, glad we could uh, get together. Uh, I'm. Uh, I had a nice summer. I. Um, my trio just did a, a week out in uh, California. We played up Northern California in Cumbua, uh, a nice club there in Santa Cruz, and went up to San Francisco, played a place called Mr. Tipples, and then up to Sonoma for a jazz, little jazz festival, and then down to uh, uh, Half Moon Bay to a place called Bach Dancing and Dynamite Society, which has been there for many, many years. I played there with Stanley Jernstein way back in the late 80s, I think. So yeah, we had a nice little tour with the trio. Uh, previously to that, we uh, the trio was at Birdland for a week, which was a really nice gig. And we had our, our guest was uh, Bob Mincer, great yeah. tenor player. And we ended up going in the studio, making a new record of uh, all new music um, after that. So that'll be out early in next year, I think. And uh so things have been going well. Just enjoying my last few uh, couple weeks here before we go back, uh, getting into the teaching thing at the universities again. Well, first of all, you know that's uh, Santa Cruz, Half Moon Bay. I mean, that's that's pretty sweet stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I I forgot to mention also that not that I'm I, I take too many vacations if that's possible, but uh, my wife came out uh, the last day and we took a vacation down the coast and went down to a big Sur, and uh and it was you know that that part of the country is so beautiful the pacific coast highway yeah yeah it's actually washed out below uh about 20 miles south of uh big Sur. uh they uh place called lucia we, we but we drove down there and did some hiking and stayed stayed in the area and uh I don't know if you've never been been there. It's it's it's. I've been all over the world, and it's one of the most gorgeous places I've uh, I've seen. It's right up there with anywhere in the world. I I've, I've done that trip about five times. Oh, so you know, you know. I you. know. Yeah, it's one of my favorite places to be. Right. Um, you know, especially you know big you know Big Sur and the bridge and um you know and you know I don't know what it is, but the food out there tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> did you get up into the wine country at all did you go up that far uh yes we did uh after we were down at big sur we went up to uh, sonoma uh and then up to up to healdsburg so we were right in in the wine country and uh yeah it was fantastic uh, i've got a question there. for you yeah you are an extremely prolific working jazz guitarist would you agree uh well you know i've been doing it a long time uh yeah. i've just kept it going uh found that you know just separating the teaching aspect which is is pretty intense once that starts up as since i'm at three universities right now rutgers in jersey and montclair state in jersey and uh, Indiana University in uh, right. Indiana. Um, but yeah, I've just uh, kept 
I found that, you know, I like to, you know, have, I like to write music. I like to record it and, and, uh, I try to do like one project a year, put it out. And then that keeps, keeps the momentum going, try to get gigs, festivals, things like that behind the new, the new album. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing, uh, for, for several years now. Um, I'm grateful to be able to do it. I started my own label, uh, little over 10 years ago so you know i i control everything as far as that goes and, and the name the name of that label is strike zone records there you go yeah so and i've even i've done vinyl on the on about three of the records now and uh so yeah that's i just that's what makes me happy that's what i want to do so what i always wanted to do is make music and and put it out there and hopefully people enjoy it and and then do gigs man where we can you know put it out there and and uh that's what life's about you know it's try to make it happen it's been a little while since we talked but the last time we talked on air uh if you will or uh we were you were about to go out with steely dan right yeah we were out with steely dan uh, my trio with jared gold and mcclenny hunter uh um all last summer we did about 25 dates i think with them uh, all mostly up and down the Northeast corridor here in the States. Um, and that was, boy, that was a ball. We had a great time and, and, uh, got to play for, you know, bigger audiences, people that, uh, you wouldn't expect, uh, I don't think they would expect to hear a organ trio burning and, you know, uh, to open up for Steely Dan, but you got to give, uh, Donald Fagan credit for, uh, his taste in music what the hell he's you know <laughs> it's it's it, but it's true it's true he's had he's had a lot of great opening acts uh and uh but but we were happy to be uh, asked to do that and and the thing is is it is a good fit for their music because it's of all the rock bands that have ever been out there they are absolutely the most harmonically uh sophisticated and jazz you know influenced jazz musicians on there i mean come on wayne shorter's on asia uh you you know the whole deal. Oh, I do. So, yeah. yeah. So and such great music. It was it was you know one of my favorite bands going all the way back to the beginning when I started playing in rock bands. Well, so it was a lot of fun, man. What a, and I'm friends with all the guys in the band already anyway, and it was a great hang. We had a ball. You know, John Harrington's a friend of our, of the magazine, the channel, and we love John. sure and uh. It, uh, for people who don't know, John's the guitar player with, with Steve. Yeah, for many, many years. What a great, um, what a great yeah. player. He said, Adam Rogers was also on the gig as the uh, lead, lead guitar. So there was two. Yeah. We had a real, real guitar hang on that tour. He said that the um, the band is just better than ever. Same guy's been together for 15, 20 years. And he said it's just, it's it's really smoking. So that's, Yeah, that's- they're actually going out, opening up for the Eagles uh, uh final tour the eagles final tour with opening act steely dan so wow so uh that's gonna be pretty epic i'm sure um i think they're doing that in the fall well let me ask let's get back to you for a second um there's there's several things that i i wanted to to ask you about one of them was your record uh river man uh from as or your record your track river man from as we are is 
such a departure from what people would normally think of as a jazz record? Well, it's, uh, you know, good music is good music. That is, that tune is, is that's a haunting tune. And it's, uh, my, actually my, my uh, son, uh, hit me to that tune and, um, he's a big music lover. Right. And, and uh, by Nick Drake and, I, it just, uh, I just, I really, really enjoyed the, uh, you know, when I heard it, I was like, man, long story with that, the, the record that that came from was a result of the pandemic and right. having a lot of free time and what, kind of asking myself, what do I want to do that I haven't done before? You know, it's like, you have a lot of time to yourself, <laughs> as, as we all knew back then. And it was just, I always wanted to do something with strings. So I had contacted a, a friend of mine named Julian Shore, who I actually had uh, as a student in a in a jazz camp, Litchfield Jazz Camp, when he was fourteen. And twenty years later, we collaborated on this uh, really. Uh, for me, it was a it was a dream come true. Uh, it was called uh, the record's called As We Are, and I had John Patitucci and Brian Blade, and Julian, and then the string quartet. No, it's a phenomenal piece of work. Yeah, so right. it was, but once I got the ball rolling on, and Julian, I would send, I started writing some music and send it to Julian to arrange the strings and things. Right. Um, that tune just said, I said to myself, this would be perfect for this project. And uh, so that's why, uh, that's why we included it. And, and I, I really, yeah, I love that tune. So you played with, you know, Jack McDuff and Jimmy Smith and all kinds of amazing musicians over the i mean you play with tons of people i mean you know i mean it just it, it, it's yeah uh, my 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 two uh probably the longest tenures i had was with jack mcduff for two years uh and followed by that i was with stanley turrentine great tenor player for about 10 years and jimmy smith i got to play like he would come and sit in and stuff right. with uh with with mcduff but that was that was a great great uh opportunity for a guitar player if you realize that jack had previously had grant green pat martino george benson <laughs> it, was, it, it was quite the hot seat for a guitar player so i learned a lot and and uh and i i really enjoyed that and, and uh, we used to have a when we weren't on the road uh with jack um literally on the road in his uh his box van that he drove around in with the d3 and the leslie et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he had a steady three night a week gig up in Harlem at a place called Dude's Lounge, uh, which was later uh, called um, St. Nick's Pub, about 148th at St. Nick. And we would play three nights a week up there. So all the guys would come through Jimmy Smith and Lonnie Smith, George Benson, Lou Donaldson, uh, just to hang. And so, yeah, it was just what a great experience, man, for a young, young guitar player in New York. And there you are, <laughs> enjoying your life down in Florida, hang, hanging out. Or next, actually, Jersey, Jersey Shore right now. Jersey Shore. Sorry. I, yeah. I was thinking of the uh, the imagery that you used in the in the in the tune. Um, so that's cool. So all right, I've got a I got a question for you. Um, while I was watching, you know, when I listen to you play, um, I, I I always think motif. You you Thanks. Uh, yeah, you always you always have a motif. You drive it. You drive the rhythm the rhythm with your motifs, and uh, you know the melody. Um, 
of, of your improvisation, if you will, is really strong. It just, it's just, you know, you just, you know, you, you make a point, you nail it, you know, and make sure. Oh, well, thank you, Bob. That's a nice you to say that. No, well, it's, it just is. And, and uh, I know that I'm guilty of trying to play everything I know in every song that I play, you know, I'm one of, you know, I, if I, if I could self edit, you know, so I'm going to try to this week when I go play my little thing, I'm going to try to, be a little bit more strikerish and uh, <laughs> hit the motifs. So, all right, here we go. I, I hesitate to say top five, you know, but can you give me? And I want we can talk about a couple of different things. One is you're by any stretch of the imagination, by any any quantification you can come up with, you're a successful jazz guitarist. I mean, you're working a lot you've played some great gigs opening with steely dan the people jack Mc, you know all the people you've played with you've got three university gigs that you do uh so you're educating a lot of people on, on stuff what would you say are five things that you would um you can answer this a couple of different ways you know five things that you are conscious of that you do um to to facilitate that or that you're conscious of, uh, or you could say, these are the things that, that I, I feel are important. If you're going to try to make this your living, those kinds of things. Well, can you give us some, some idea of the, the striker roadmap? Five things that are important. If you're trying to make it as a musician, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think, well, let, let's go there. Let's go there. Uh, yeah, I, I'll do that for sure. And I also just wanted to, to piggyback on what you were talking about is, is motifs and playing melodically. I think that's super important. I mean, we all, we're all guilty of practicing and trying to work out, you know, all these lines and scales or whatever. Uh, but when it, what really reaches people is, is a good melody. And I don't know about you, but you know, the, 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 I've, the people I like to listen to that I find I can go back to a lot, are those melodic type players and, uh, you know, of the Matheny's, you know, Kurt Rosenwinkel's writing, you know, right. it's stuff that, that has good melodic content going all the way back to, you know, of course, Wes and Grant Green and George, all those guys. But, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, playing, being able to play simple and using the melody in your solos gets overlooked too much. So it's always, uh, I tell my students, you know, good way to finish your solo is play the melody you know it's it's really there's nothing you can play better than the melody if you think of it that way (laughs) you and frank uh, you and frank vignola yeah who i just i just saw the other day for that uh, gene bertoncini tribute and uh great yeah frank's great yeah melody's important man motifs i'm glad you noticed that and and i think that's uh you know i think that's people can relate to that when they listen to it right um so you know I'd say, so the, you know, five things. Um, that's one. We'll go with that for one. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. You know, th- that's in along with that, uh, of course, you, we know you have to really work on your craft, really become uh, study. You got to put in the hours, you got to put in the time. Um, don't, don't overlook the fact it's uh, to listen to the greats that came before to, to learn how to, you know, to learn how to play. Don't, I feel that, that, uh, transcribing and, uh, helped me a lot. You know, of course you don't want to go and and play somebody's solo verbatim, 
but by listening to guys like Pat Martino, Wes Grant, George, you know, Kenny Burrell, you get little, you, you, you start to get the feel of this music and the, the language that is used and some of it rubs off and it becomes part of you, uh, organically. And so, you know, studying your craft and, and becoming, uh, really good at it so that when it comes time to to make music or record or just even play on a gig uh you can draw from that because you want to be you want to have that all at your disposal you know the so so it becomes more effortless uh and you don't have to think about it because music is such a crazy thing if you if you start thinking about stuff too much then the the music goes it goes out the window it's because you have to just let it happen and it's it's hard to teach that or to even describe it in a way but that's that's the best um that's that's when music is at its best is when you know you're just in the moment and creating so you have to have that that foundation in your playing and um and and the you know like the blues is super important i think you know to this music um that should always be a, another foundation uh, you know, have that, that foundation of the blues underneath your playing. It, it makes, you know, from here, that soulfulness makes people. And, and then just, uh, you know, we'll working, call that three. Uh, we'll call that three. The blues will be three. Uh, there you go. Um, and then um, let's just talk about uh, being a good person, you know, uh, being uh, whether you're in a school setting or just on the scene, be a uh, you know compassionate person and reach out to you know your peers reach out even to your the your heroes or your you know be a part of the scene show up at, at, at say you like a certain guitar player show up at their gigs you know I have certain of my students that I, I look out and they come to my gigs eventually I'll let them sit in a little bit you know that's how you built those those relationships and you know you have to do that to start to get called to do gigs to sub or do maybe a teaching gig that's it's it's about relationships and being a good person uh people will feel that and want to help you and want to use you so you know it's it's those interpersonal relationships that uh that you maybe when you're in school the people that are around you and you know they could be your uh colleagues going forward for the years to come so build those relationships no matter where you are um and try not to get discouraged you know it's a tough <laughs> look this is not you know we you've been doing this forever too i'm gonna call this five that's that would be number five right there try not to get yeah discouraged. try to stay positive look it's it's we're lucky to have this um to have music in our lives it's sometimes we forget that because it's such a hard way to, to make a living, but, you know, especially for jazz, you know, having, you know, there's nothing like it when you're improvising and, and the magic happens, you know, you have to realize a lot of, a lot of the people in the world don't, you know, if you have, if you're a painter, if you're a writer, if you're an actor, if you're a dancer, any of these creative aspects, a sculptor, whatever, uh, music of course we're using a part of our brain that that a lot of people don't get to use you know that that special uh creativity um 
gene or not gene, but you know, create creativity using the part of your brain that 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 is is involved with creative thinking and, and spontaneity and all this stuff. That's a that's a beautiful thing to have. And even though it can seem really brutal out there sometimes, the business and getting gigs, it, it's just you know, it's always been that way. There's a lot of great players, not enough gigs. You just have to keep keep at it. And if you love this music enough, you'll you'll uh, find your way. And maybe you might do other types of gigs uh, that have nothing to do with music so that you can still play music and enjoy it. But maybe to pay your rent and buy food, you might have to do something else. I sort of, I've done that over the years and it's nothing wrong with it. Um, but it's, it's a gift to have, have music in our lives. And, and uh, so keep doing it. Don't get discouraged. It's a gift to have music in our lives. Keep doing it. Don't get discouraged. I, I think we can end on that. All right. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I do have a few more questions, but I think uh, we'll save that for another day. Let's do um, it. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you reaching out and all that you're doing. Um, you know, I'll, I look forward to our next chat. I, I just like, you know, I just like checking in with you to see what you're up to. You're one of the guys that I, I, I admire you a lot for a lot of reasons. Your playing is one of those things, your work ethic, your dedication, all the stuff that you do, you know, and, um, and, you know, you're somebody that I, that I look to, to take the temperature of what the hell's going on in the world out there. And so, oh, thank you. So these conversations are, are, uh, are valued by me. And of course, I'm sure our listeners and watchers, this, by the way, um, I'd like to, let me just say a couple of things really quickly. Um, we are now available on your favorite podcast outlet. You can go to Apple, Spotify, uh, YouTube. There's 13 different places to get our, uh, our, our programming a la Dave Stryker right now today. Um, and uh, we appreciate you being here, Dave. Thank you so All right. much, man. Bob Baker for Jazz Guitar Today with Dave Stryker. Have a great rest of your uh, time off, and uh, we'll see you out there on the road, buddy. Bye-bye Thanks, now. Bob. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you, Dave. Bye-bye. Thank you.